Welcome to Achieve Big with Vikas Bansal, a podcast for self-development. We will be covering various topics including communication, attitude, relationships and selling skills. Hi Vikas. Hello Karan. Karan, when I read about you, the first thing that intrigued me was uh, the two titles. Right. Now, not really the title, but in terms of genres, I believe those are two separate genres, not related on in the same domain. One is what you picked up in terms of what was currently going on as a big, uh, big movement. Yeah, the Me Too movement was going on for the second book. But how did you narrow down on your first one, first title? See, I had uh, after my schooling in Delhi. I'm a Delhi boy. so after my schooling in delhi i applied uh, to a university abroad in the us and um, um, luckily that went through and i uh, went abroad to study uh, and uh, upstate new york um, in um, rochester university of rochester so that experience was something that really was an eye opener you know going to um, you know so seven seas across seven seas and actually meeting people from all over the world you know students had come from all over the world and you know the education system is so different and um, obviously the weather was like uh, it was minus 20 degrees there that time most of the time in upstate new york <laughs> next to niagara falls so you can imagine and um, so that experience was such that i wanted to share you know with people who wanted to study abroad because i saw when i came back to india in 2002 then i saw a disconnect uh, and people students didn't actually have an idea about what it is like going abroad and studying so that's when uh, you know the idea cropped up and uh, in 2009 or so when you know studying abroad was a very hot topic that's when i released the book so after that so yeah that was um, so i want always wanted to you know write in a humorous way with a you know message and that's what i wanted my first book to be like so uh, so that's how it came out and surprisingly you know uh, it was i think the timing was perfect because in the first month itself it climbed the charts and was in india today top 20 books so you know that was uh, you know pretty surprising although i'm not expecting anything that time and obviously you know publishing world that time was very tough you know to get in getting my book published was a big achievement for me enough that was good enough for me so after that you know getting the love of the authors uh, other authors you know talking about me and uh, the readers you know what they would share and they would you know communicate with me get in touch with me so that motivated me actually to write more so that's how i entered okay. uh, the blogging world also Perfect. So the first uh, book, in fact, was your own story. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> a lot of experience. so. So now that you've written your own story, so I'm actually believing the second book is not related to your story then. <laughs> well, actually, uh, not. Uh, I mean, uh, you can say um, not on me. I I've seen uh, certain cases like that. So I was very motivated when this Me Too movement happened. and that you know um, obviously in a couple of years what came out was that it's the men who have to change they have to bring about the change in india especially for the world also not only in absolutely. india so that uh, you know 
I had a thought that you know why don't I as a male come up with a book? And in India, it was the first actually book on the subject, Me Too subject. Okay. So okay. during lockdown, luckily, then finally I got the time to write and you know interview those six uh, wonderful women and um, you know get that book published. I mean, right? Obviously, that time it was an e-book, but uh, luckily after six months or so, uh, there's a publisher. Who actually, you know, went ahead and published the book, and the hard copy was available in the market. Although the bookstores were not open, but uh, it that uh, book brought a lot of critical acclaim, and I got a lot of, you know, uh, praise from people uh, after that book. So that was, you know, something which was uh, very close to my heart. Um, so now, I'm, last one year, I've been working on the third subject. So that is okay. another. You know, uh, something close to my heart, which is food. So, looking forward to that. Actually, I'm uh, also thinking about a YouTube series. So, just working on that with the you know top chefs in India, and you know, getting them uh, to talk about uh, you know different dishes that you know India is known for. That's what I'm working on right now. And uh, so, exactly from overseas overseas education to the movement to to what you're really passionate about, food and yes. a, a bit of travel also in that? Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, I'm very um, into travel nowadays because of my digital marketing work. So a lot of, you know, the travel industry is facing a very tough time. So I'm helping most of the travel, uh, you know, uh, companies with the digital marketing nowadays. So obviously this, it has a little bit of travel also because it's all over India. So, if I were to ask you, out of these three subjects, uh, being a blogger, being an author, and being uh, now into food as well, food and travel. So, what is it that really is your passion out of these three? See, food and travel has um, is uh, something close, and I also like to, uh, you know, um, help people. So that um, you know, I'll do a lot of. Uh, NGO work and a lot of you know um, take up these assignments wherein um, during the lockdown we did a lot of stuff in Gurgaon where we helped a lot of NGOs you know people who were actually helping children to study and uh, okay. you know providing shelter and clothes and everything so that is something which uh, is close to my heart so and obviously education is it's run in the blood uh, a few of my you know uh, the close relatives are into education I also i'm also very close to that education and the media okay. so okay. so yeah food and travel is main uh, which i'm really interested in. and obviously on digital marketing is something which is growing every year so that is like i've i've did my mba in marketing so last 6 7 years i've been into digital marketing so that's the future Okay. And, you know, so you can see, you know, sitting here, I, you are taking my interview. So, you know, um, I don't know where you are. Still, you know, we're talking. So the kind of communication, the you know, globalization and everything, you know, it's like crazy. Like people are actually now, you know, taking advantage of it. So with everything which is like, you know, uh, coronavirus happened, there's something good that comes out. So you should always so now the positive side. I have been hearing about uh, metaverse and so many other aspects. Uh, still to catch up with the technology and what is it really in store for us in the next few years. But I recently kind of happened to attend a conference 
mm-hmm. in which one of the speakers who spoke at Metaverse, the same conference were to be held in 2024. He just gave us two years. He says because uh, uh, all these uh, equipments may be slightly expensive as on date and not readily right. available. But let's say the conference were to happen in 2024. He mm-hmm. says most of you may not come here in person. Your digital avatar would be there attending the conference. It was actually fiction for me as of now. Sitting in 2022, it was all fiction. So, Karan, what would happen to the travel industry if metaverse really becomes a reality? What happens to people like you then? Yeah, see, if uh, as you speak, like what you are saying, I have actually seen friends who are running and started these kind of startups. Who actually they are doing events, uh, you know, online. so everything is like a metaverse and they are actually you are present there but obviously you are not at that place it's already happening and i have a local um, you know entrepreneur friend in gurgaon who is actually doing that his company has just started that so that's the future i mean um, you can be anywhere you know anytime so that's the advantages of metaverse and uh, i think travel industry will you know take the positives and use that to their advantages that's what you know every industry should do so i just came back today from a holiday i was in himachal for the last couple of days and i really enjoy being there in person rather than going to things virtually so <laughs> even i'm hoping that things do not change as much as they are uh, in the pipeline i believe uh, we should have that human touch still in that so yes. but that's a different that, topic that is very important and i think this is what some younger generation should realize uh that there should be a balance you know you can't be all the time on instagram <laughs> you know you have to have you know um relationships you have to have you know loving relationships you have to have connects you have to have the touch and feel which is very important even in today's world and uh, this is something which obviously um facebook won't teach you that <laughs> you And have to Absolutely. In fact, I ran a workshop on leadership communication in which I take people through all aspects of uh, communication in the physical and the virtual world. Right. And this course has been a great hit because people are still to come to terms. Uh, many people who are now spending more time in the digital world have forgotten how to interact with people in the physical world. Yes. And many people who are still there in the physical world are still not very comfortable in the digital world. So. A lot of people, I believe, need to again brush up, as you said, maintain that balance and be able to brush up their concepts in both the areas. Very true. That's very important. And actually, you know, what I've learned, I've learned, uh, you know, the hard way. So you fall and then you rise. So it's the same <laughs> with them. also do the same things. Perfect. So now, Karen, now that you've been a part of the digital marketing industry yeah. for long, right. I saw you work with both the NPDY. You've been in branding, advertising. Digital advertising since a long time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, going forward for the people, for the young people, when I say young, uh, both of us are young as well. But for uh, when I say young, uh, those early twenties people who just may be listening to you. So now that you spend a lot of time in this digital advertising space, so what is it? Which is uh, what is sto- in store for them? So let's say they were to start off today. Should they mm-hmm. be really looking for a full-time job, or is it really fine to for them to venture out as a freelancer as soon as they another leave thing, their college? So, uh, this is another thing I talk about in my articles. I write for different publications digitally. Is that you know freelancing is the future? Um, you know you can do multiple jobs at one time. Why would you stick to one job? So slowly and steadily, with the you know unemployment rate also increasing, people are realizing that. 
that uh, if they do multiple tasks, uh, multiple freelance projects, that is much better for them in terms of income also, in terms of satisfaction. You know, they can do what they actually want to do. There's so many websites, there's so much online that you can sit at home and make money. Example, you know, um, there's a big startup which has recently got funding, you know, Pepper Content. I write for them. And um, so it connects you online through their website to brands for which you can write directly. You can pitch and you can write. Okay. So, so okay. there's so many things. So whatever you like to do, you go on the net, you find out how you can contribute sitting at home. So there's a lot of opportunities in freelance, be it Instagram, you can you know, make money making reels. So do whatever you enjoy and you, you know, you can do multiple things. So why not? Why do a nine to five? I think so. It's just to balance time management and the discipline. If you have that, then definitely you can you know, try freelance. Perfect, Karen. Perfect. So we will talk to Karen and uh, please be tuned for his third book, which is going to be on food and travel. So if you've not gone through his earlier two books, uh, that's something about his one is on his personal life, that's the time he spent in America. And then second about the Me Too movement which happened. I actually published a book in 2020 that was more on being an entrepreneur, uh, the entrepreneurial mindset. But look out for uh, Karen's next book which is on food and travel, which is again, one of the, uh, I would say, evergreen industries so as to say when you talk about food and travel. Yeah, as long as humans are alive, they will continue to travel. Forget about the metaverse, now let's wait for 2024 as to what, what really unravels. But yes, food and travel, what is in store, and, and the final advice which he gave for the youngsters, you know, ultimately if you can really work your passion, look out for the initials, you look out for the areas where you can really work productively and work on multiple assignments. This is what he feels is the way to the future. Karan, it was wonderful talking to you. Same here. Look forward. Nice chatting up. See you, Karan. Thanks for staying till the end. We will pick a self-development topic every week. Do remember to subscribe to stay updated and learn something new every week. You've been listening to Achieve Big with Vikas Bansal.